All right. Welcome to another episode of The Random Rundown. So we've got a little bit of a, I guess, unconventional is the best way to put it, <laughs> episode today. Yes. So we actually have a fashion brand and the CEO of the fashion brand here to talk to us. But because of the nature of the product, he would like to remain anonymous. So without further ado, this is the designer of Wet Pants Denim. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm uh, really excited to talk about the brand and our product suite and give the, give the listeners some, some insight into what we're doing. No problem. So do you want to explain a little bit what exactly is the company Wet Pants Denim? So Wet Pants Denim is an alternative fashion brand producing jeans that mimic the aesthetic of urinary incontinence. We also sell hats, but it's not our, our core offering and where the brand got started. The brand was created because I noticed there was a gulf in the market where uh, consumers who wanted to look wet by peeing their pants as a choice were left feeling uncomfortable when the urine cooled off and they were wet for a longer period of time. And so our solution to this was pants that are stained to, to look as if they've been wet, but it's permanent and completely dry. And so you can maintain this look for as long as you like to wear them <laughs> without worrying about being uncomfortable or um, having the stain go away when you wash it. So the stain is permanent. It stays there regardless of what you do with the pants. Yeah, exactly. So we ship them with the crotch area already stained. <laughs> and the process we use is designed to withstand hundreds of wash cycles before any sort of significant fading should occur. How do you make the stain? Or is it a trade secret? Yeah, is it like... It's, uh, it's a little bit of both, you know, just general process that anyone really designing clothing probably is aware of, as well as a bit of a proprietary method, I'd like to think. But... We use a fabric dye and apply that to the garment. And there's a, another step that helps to lock in the stain. We get asked a lot if there's you know, urine involved, which is a natural question. And, and I can <laughs> assure both of you as well as any listeners that that is not part of our process. There's no bodily fluids involved. That's a shame. <laughs> I want the, my piss pants to have that piss essence when I, like, on a hot day. So we go back to the market that you're trying to sell to. You're saying that there's a lot of people who want wet pants. Or pants. I wouldn't say a lot of people, but <laughs> there are people. Or at least to make a profit out of them. Yeah, yeah. There's enough people that this is a profitable business that are interested in the wet look. would not say it's a lot of people. <laughs> a niche, a niche market. <laughs> there's a, a handful of people around the, the country, I'd say, that seek this aesthetic. We're happy to provide it for them. Uh, well, what kind of people do you usually see buying your pants? Are they like college kids? Are they people uh, like businessmen who want wet pants during a business meeting? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say really because the level of insight into our customers we get is really limited to their name and, and shipping address. I gotcha. I would say that college addresses or, or college towns are fairly common. <laughs> are we selling to professionals with, who wear them to work? Not sure. <laughs> You know, we, we don't do any any detailed customer surveys or research. I got you. So you wouldn't be coming out with a, cl like a kid's clothing brand anytime soon. Piss or pants for kids. <laughs> it's not in the plans, but I'll, I'll never <laughs> say never. Okay. <laughs> True. Never, never say no to money in a business proposition. <laughs> so going back to the idea, 
what exactly what sparked the influx of people that wanted this product so the genesis of the of the product was was actually a, a meme that i saw sometime in the second half of 2018 and it just hit me that this was a you know an untapped market for fashion and the meme was a guy who was standing in a bathroom and had urinated his pants like fully down the legs and the caption was old pick but love wetting myself um, in <laughs> fact i actually think we have it on the on the website <laughs> that was really what started it and i i saw that and it dawned on me that it doesn't have to be this way there's a better way to <laughs> look like that if you so desire and uh, that was really the the catalyst for why i started looking into this more and, and developing a product around it so we operated fairly quietly without a lot of fanfare after launching the website and that was in november or december of 2018 and then started an Instagram account around the same time and, and started running really low budget Instagram ads and happened to, uh, I guess, catch the attention of a freelance journalist who had written for uh, a few different outlets. Vice, I remember, was one of them. Mel Magazine is another one that he wrote for. Uh, and that was actually what who we ended up successfully pitching the story to. One thing kind of led to another and it was I was getting press from that. And then it actually was on the front page of Reddit <laughs> over Memorial Day weekend, 2020. And that was another catalyst that a lot of different outlets started picking up on. But we were ending up in uh, CNET, Lad Bible, The Sun, Sourcing Journal, which is a trade a trade journal in the in the denim market. Snopes did a uh, check on it to see if it was legitimate, and then. I would say that the peak from a press perspective was actually that it got mentioned in the opening monologue on an episode of Jimmy Kimmel. Yep, I saw that. <laughs> when he was he was out for the week and had some guest hosts on, so Arsenio Hall was the uh, <laughs> was the guest host that week and, and mentioned it in his in his preamble. It's been just something that's pretty manageable to run on the side, give back to to the community. Wow. So you said you said give back to the community. So does the money go towards anything? Uh, no, I just meant to keep serving. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Money's for me. Pants are for you. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And and we were just fascinated just seeing all of the different outlets that you've been able to get your brand through because of just the shock value of the product. It's a strange concept. It's a strange concept, but I mean, it works. It works. <laughs> um, yeah. So my question was, have you ever seen this show, I Think You Should Leave?, I've seen, yeah, I've seen every episode. <laughs> I know where you're going with this one. <laughs> that that was a great skit. I, I, though I'm obviously a little biased. <laughs> so wet pants definitely yeah. had to come before then, right? Well, yeah. So it did. The the concept launched in uh, late 2018. We made our first prototype in early 2019. And uh, yeah, I think that show started in 2020. Yeah, um, and I think the second the season didn't come out for like a the year or two season later. Was, yeah, uh, 2021. Yeah, I would say that had added a lot of a lot of exposure as well, sort of indirectly. Right. One of the things I've noticed uh, on TikTok comments that's like slightly annoying, but you just can't avoid it, is that people assume that this is like a copycat of Calico Cut. Right. And if you just like trace the timeline back, it's simply not possible for that no. to be true. Yeah, it's that certainly was something that 
helped raise awareness and, and certainly drove a lot of traffic to us. Their social media, the, the show's social media is pretty limited. There's a Twitter account that like a super fan created at ITYSL. And we actually did a uh, little collab with them shortly after that. Oh, wow. The, the season came out where we made a pair that um, had, you know, the similar like dot design on them <laughs> and sent them off to a, a random Twitter user who had interacted with the post. So we haven't done anything since then. And there's been no uh, contact with the actual creators or right. Robinson or, or anyone like that. Certainly funny watching that live <laughs> without knowing really where it was going to go. Yeah, I'm sure that there had to be like a roller coaster of emotions just seeing the skit unfold. I'm sure there's a moment you're like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. <laughs> you don't see much by way of, of products like this. And we were, we were certainly one of the, the first or the second uh, in the market to do this. And so uh, to, to see it, you know, in, on, a, on a Netflix show, it was just almost surreal. Yeah, I mean, I bet. What exactly, and I don't know if you can say, I don't I don't run a business, so I don't know how businesses work. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of like a business. Yeah, I guess that's true. But what exactly are the sales numbers? How many roughly ballpark of pants have you sold? There's probably somewhere between 50 and 100 pairs of jeans out there in the world. And then as far as uh, hats go, we sell a much greater quantity of hats, albeit at a lower price point right um than the jeans probably 150 200 ish uh, i'd say of those it's a very small operation what's your price range usually for the pairs of pants like do you have like a very expensive pair of pants and like a more cheaper cut or are like? they all just 75 yeah they're all 75 okay. uh we've looked at revisiting pricing just given you know the way inflation's gone and input costs have gone up but but haven't yet done anything to that end I'd like to keep things affordable for the consumer. It's this isn't really out here to to make a lot of money, and it's more just to uh, to be involved in the fashion space. And we have a, a I feel like a fairly loyal customer following that you know we're really proud of. I got you. Uh, but yes, flat price seventy five for jeans. We have shorts as well. We offer which are a little cheaper than that, and the hats are twenty five. We don't charge for shipping. What we we kind of bake that into the price. The only downside of that. I've come to learn is there is also a decent demand uh, for this stuff from the international community. Hmm. A lot of uh, UK, randomly Australia has come up a bit, <laughs> and Canada as well. Even Canada, it's just uh, prohibitively expensive to ship there, um, and then it really just escalates. Cool. Would you be able to explain to our listeners what type of stains or like, yeah, you have like various amount of stains that you, you sell <laughs> with your pants, right? It's not just like piss stains. Well, in general, the, the splash pattern or so that you will receive is, is in that groin area that would be associated with a, uh, a piss stain, as you say. Mm. <laughs> um, we do three different colors. So we'll sell blue, light blue jeans with, uh, with a navy blue stain. We'll sell like a washed black or a gray jean with a dark gray or black stain. And then we also release them around the summer. A year or two ago are um, white jeans, which have a yellow stain and, and those you can get a little creative with around the uh the relative hydration level and have something a little more subtle or um oh interesting you know, really in, in your face they're all custom and, and done by hand so every, every pair is uh 
is unique. While there may be some similarities in the general pattern that you see between pairs, they're they're all custom in, in, in that way. I gotcha. Cool. Gotcha. So would you move forward with any different stains that look like different fluids? Are you asking about blood or feces? Right. Yeah, we get a lot of uh, questions about that from prospective customers or just followers on social media. It's not something we're currently doing. We did a limited release of hats that said Poopan denim on them. <laughs> um, just made 10 of them and individually numbered them and, and they, they sold rather quickly. But no, it, it's not something we really are, are thinking about doing. Gotcha. I, uh, I feel like the, the brand is is good where it is um, with, with what we have. And, and if another company or person out there wants to make the other kinds, they're certainly welcome to. Yeah, I mean, why why fix it if it's not broken? Stick with what, what you know works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, that's... It's pretty interesting. <laughs> it's really interesting. Oh. So there's also the the pricing. There's a whole different pricing model for people that want to send their own pants in. And you guys are willing to actually wet anybody's pants that they send in, right? Yeah, so that's something we haven't we kind of turned off during gotcha. the pandemic and haven't haven't switched back on. You know, seventy five dollars for a pair of pants m- might not be palatable for for a lot of people, right? And so, giving a lower price point solution is, is something that we thought was a, a great idea, and we look forward to bringing it back. <laughs> I'd get my pants wet. <laughs> yeah, I would too. I, I was like, that was a big reason why I asked because I wanted to send my pants in. You actually? Yes, I'm dead serious. <laughs> But no, I totally understand yeah, that. You can make it happen. That'll be coming back um, in the near future for sure. Now that it, it feels like a lot of the um, pandemic and associated risks are, are largely behind us. Yeah. What exactly do you have kind of planned moving forward for the brand? Like, are there, because I know you had said earlier you branched into hats. So, is there any other yeah. merch that you are kind of thinking of branching on into? We've done we've done T-shirts here and there on more of like a friends and family type dealing. I um, actually sent a bunch of uh, my friends T-shirts for Christmas that I had made, which which were very well received and I think came out nicely. Part of my reluctance on doing much in the T-shirt space is that I, I feel like it is already extremely saturated, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know how differentiated a logo T-shirt really is. Also. The, the thing with t-shirts then is that you do have to have uh you know inventory across all different sizes and, and colors or designs depending on how you go with it which is something i've been been reluctant to take on you know obviously jeans come in different sizes and styles but we actually do all of our jeans on a made-to-order basis so at no point is what pants then holding inventory of jeans we specifically source every pair that we make based on the customers right yeah so i Wanted to go back to to kind of the start of the company and just want to talk a little bit about you yourself and sure. not giving away personal stuff so that you remain anonymous, but just kind of want to talk about your background. Yeah, so I'll have to be a little vague um, sure. in this way, but ho- hopefully we get to uh, kind of the, the core of what you're uh, looking for yeah i think i figured I'm, you'd have to be vague because you can't really yeah. say like education because then people are like oh i went to school with wet pants denim and then they kind of piece yeah. it together yeah so i uh i'm in my 20s uh live in new york city went to uh undergrad in pennsylvania from there pursued 
a career in, in finance, worked at an investment bank for a couple of years, um, and then switched to the the investment side of things. I don't have traditional fashion experience. Uh, this was my first foray in, and maybe that's obvious. Um, <laughs> that's kind of the the high level overview. I don't know. They're very impressively realistic stains. I mean, I don't see myself well, being you. like I I know nothing about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know anything about it. So, and I guarantee most people that are listening and most people that tune in probably won't know how the fuck to do that themselves either. <laughs> but no, so that's interesting. So not having the like you said the traditional fashion background. But I think the investment side definitely helped them out a lot. Oh yeah, Is like that starting true? it. Uh, yeah, I would say that definitely helped from thinking through the ins and outs of how, how to run it, how to keep things low cost, profitable. I feel like measuring the the right risks to take um, and probably explains the the reluctance of why, you know, we haven't expanded into too many products around inventory risk and, um, you know, managing the purchasing levels and, and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, if you have a solid product line, I mean, there's... You can go with it right now. Yeah, and plus the hats in general, they look really cool. It's clearly not just trying to cash in on something that's already successful, it's adding on to the brand. And you don't want to just make it seem like you're just trying to milk a cash cow when in general, like, you just want every part of the brand to be good. <laughs> piss a piss cow. <laughs> yeah, piss a piss cow. But, yeah, so I wanted to ask, too, do you have any plans? Because I know that you had people on the Instagram <laughs> page, like celebrities, mm-hmm. Do you have plans moving forward for any trying to land any endorsers? Yeah. So, yeah, the, the celebrities that were on there were just either images that were found on right. Google of folks who either had wet themselves in public or <laughs> someone um, edited to look as if they wet themselves in public. Oh, so some of those um, were like they actually did pee and themselves. Then others, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I thought they were all so, like edited. Well, it, I mean, it's hard to say, right? Um, what's, I guess it's what's true. real and what's not. Some of them, like like Liam Neeson, for example, I, I think there's been enough data points where you can be reasonably <laughs> com- reasonably confident that that um, was real. Yeah, that, that's his urine. Um, <laughs> I believe there's one of Justin Bieber where uh, he was wearing sweatpants with a wet spot, and um, I think that uh, I remember reading somewhere that that he like had spilled water on himself and mentioned it in an interview. I think that the Kylie Jenner one was genuinely wet but i think she also had spilled something um and so uh yeah the others i not really sure on them would you let your followers send you submissions of them wetting their pants like you know like a friday beer th- type thing <laughs> would you like i don't know you get what i'm saying like have some of your customers yeah. or your fans like piss their pants and like hey wet pants <laughs> denim boom <laughs> selfies absolutely yeah if, if people want to want to send those in i'll happy to repost cool. welcome as far as uh, us getting involved in with the influencer community goes, I don't know if there's any specific plans around it. We engaged with Tommy Smokes from Barstool a number of months back. We sent a pair of, of pants to his office that conveniently looked like they fit him. <laughs> and uh, he promptly posted about them on Twitter that day. And I think it ended up becoming one of his most liked or retweeted tweets on the account, <laughs> which I was pretty... Wow. Pretty impressed by and proud of. Um, And then it's actually, they've actually shown up a few times in his, uh, in the content he's put out where he's been wearing them and and kind of built the plot around them. Yeah, no, that's a big win. (laughs) Because, I mean, that's, so you just found the address, sent them, and we're like, yeah, see what happens. There you go, man. Piss pants. I knew we, (laughs) we knew he worked at at Barstool. 
corporate addresses like that are, are really you know easy to figure out. Generally, if you put a, a company name on the uh, on the mailing label, you don't need to know the floor or the suite number, and the uh, mailroom will, will know how to direct it. So I think going forward, if we do more, try and target influencers more, it would be more like that on just sending unsolicited mail <laughs> um, with a with a product or a product sample um, to someone at their corporate address rather than, um, you know, go out and spend tens of thousands of dollars oh, yeah. trying to get someone with, you know, a few hundred thousand followers to uh, to post a story or something. And also, I feel like a lot of the uh, the influencer community can be a little disingenuous. We think it's it's better for the brand and just in general if if anyone who's posting about it on social media is, you know, either a genuine user of the product or is just finding it organically rather than being paid because it I, I feel like it has really changed a lot of uh, of the consumer products industry. I mean, it's literally just doing cold calls, but with <laughs> just <laughs> wet pants <laughs> instead of like anything else. I'd really hate for someone to send me an unsolicited pair of wet <laughs> pants that's a 3230 straight cut. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, imagine like your immediate reaction if you if you opened a package that you weren't expecting and that was in them. I feel like it's a really it's a really great way to get organic interest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a really smart business idea to just <laughs> kind of send it. And again, the shock value of what's inside. But no, I mean, it's funny that you say, too, about the disingenuity of all of the like of a lot of influencers. I don't want to say all of them. I think that's unfair. Everybody. All of them. Yeah, because I mean. Wet pants denim is probably one of the most honest brands. Like literally, it's all surface. What you see is what you get. Yeah. But yeah. Scratch yeah. and sniff pants. Scented pants. That would be something. <laughs> yeah, we that's another thing where folks have asked about scent and seemingly been disappointed when they're <laughs> uh, you know, when they learn there isn't one. I don't know that. That, that like the engineering or the science is there yet on a way to make fabric scented that survives <laughs> a wash cycle. Because if you, you know, if you think about it, like if you spilled any sort of scented product on your clothing, like cologne, for example, put that on, it, it's not that it, it doesn't come out of the wash smelling that way. You know, if you spill any sort of sauce on your clothing, it doesn't come out of the wash right. still smelling like, uh, you know, pulled pork. Um, <laughs> so not quite there yet. Not something where... <laughs> Or even remotely considering, <laughs> um, but good uh, good opportunity be, for fabric softener. Piss, <laughs> yeah, piss flavored fabric softener. Well, scented. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> not, Ooh, flavored. not flavored. That'd be silly. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it makes no sense to be able to actually have, like you said, scented pants. And I'm surprised. I'm surprised people wanted that. <laughs> There's some weird people out there, man. It's the same. Very much same. <laughs> I, I also I do wonder sometimes if if some people. Uh, are asking questions almost for like the sake of it and that there's not like a you know like a genuine interest in like for example poo pants right like if people are just simply asking for them because they want to ask rather than that they would be like an actual consumer of them do you think there's an actual like to i'm sure it's a very small margin but do you think that there's might be like a fetishized kind of reason for wanting to own the pants and that's why people are, yeah. some of them are disappointed that they don't smell. <laughs> I think it very well could be. I'm not sure if that's the reason. I wouldn't rule it out. But also, like, I don't think it matters at why people are purchasing them. If, if it's for, you know, some sort of, like, sexual fetish or if they just like the way it looks. But it's not something, yeah, that we've been able to, to sort of 
look into and get to the the bottom of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guarantee there's got to be out of all the pants that are sold, there's at least one of them, <laughs> one or two of sure. them. But who knows? I mean, but yeah, maybe maybe it's ten or fifteen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could be could be all could be all of the above. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, have you thought about taking the product any higher? Like not necessarily because they would invest, but have you thought about just taking it to Shark Tank, for example, just to get the exposure? Yeah. So we did, um, we actually did an investment round in 2019 uh, amongst friends and family, um, got a few individuals in, which came at a, uh, a $1 million valuation. We haven't raised since then. I have reached out to some some venture funds, some growth equity funds that I've been aware of um, and was able to get contact information on and have not received an affirmative or, or in a lot of cases, a reply from any of them. Shark Tank, I believe, used to do open castings, um, which which is kind of interesting, and then pivoted to a very lengthy application during COVID because they were they shut down the in-person side of things. And so I don't recall if we ended up applying to that or not. But part of the, you know, the issue I have with Shark Tank is just that the anonymity um, then goes out the window unless we'd send in some sort of um, proxy to do the presentation. But yeah, I think the, uh, in general, the scope of the business and the size is just not as interesting to, to institutional investors. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Did you have anything? I'm trying not to cough right now. <laughs> sorry, I had this cough building up. I'm so sorry. There you go. Thank you. No, I think it's really cool. You know, I was going to ask, like, I mean, you already answered it before well, with the uh, other bodily fluids, but, like, would you want to do something of, like, not bodily fluids, like oil stains or, like, coffee stains or, like, pizza stains? Just have, like, little fingerprints, like, on a little <laughs> pizza party, just got those finger stains on the sides. I don't think so. I feel like that's something that people just kind of accidentally do throughout the day. And there's never, you know, you don't often run into people that are intentionally spilling coffee on themselves <laughs> or because that like a is painful, assuming it's hot coffee. I feel like it's a, a different look. If you're rubbing, you know, pizza and, and oils on your clothes, <laughs> um, that's fine. But I don't think it's a very common occurrence. And so we were more focused on the the folks who are urinating them their pants uh, because they want to look that way, kind of let the rest of the uh, the market who might be you know pouring coffee on themselves if people like that exist or or you know smearing a pizza on their leg, um, <laughs> kind of figure it out on their own and, and maybe do it the the natural way, <laughs> the um, old fashioned way. Yeah, no, I got you. Them. No, I think this. I think your whole brand is very creative, and I really like what you've done here. Well, thank you. It's a good idea because I feel like like the whole point is that you can't really have just oil or pizza stains because again, that's something that you typically see out in public anyway. It's more rare to yeah. see someone, you know, piss themselves. So when you're wearing right. a brand <laughs> that's supposed to look like that all the time, and there are just some people that are fucking slobs and their pants already yeah. will, any of their pants will have pizza and coffee. So you can't differentiate that from the brand. Mm -hmm that you bought, I guess. Whereas like when you're wearing clothes that have urinated stains on them, I mean, you see those wet pants. I'm like, that's him. That's wet pants <laughs> denim. 
you know who yeah, made like them. Yeah, like I think if if you see someone out in public and they have, you know, like a large coffee stain or or you know a grease stain on their clothing, you either you really have like two sorts of reactions. One is either like you know feeling sorry for them because you know they may just have like an unfortunate situation and that's the the nature of their clothing, or you know they just they had a spill and you know your reactions like oh that's that's unfortunate that's going to stain. Um, if you see pants like these out in public, you're I think your your reaction will probably be, "Wow, that is that is really cool and a, and a bold statement um, <laughs> that they're making." Uh, and so it, it's a little different in that way as well. I mean, I feel like it turns things on its head and, ju- and just what is considered fashion and what you consider like something that you want to wear. Because I mean, there's plenty like again, plenty of people that bought these pants. Mm-hmm. So it's like some people may yeah. think this isn't something that's serious and other people are like this is actually pretty cool like us Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah and i think there's also an element too where it you know there's also the the whole medical side of of incontinence which is a a a real issue that that a lot of folks unfortunately have to deal with they can't help it and so this also I, i feel like in a way can can serve to help normalize that as well because if you have folks that are choosing to look this way um, because they think it's cool or like the way it looks or, or what have you, I feel like it really helps to normalize the, the like the the medical uncontrollable side of things where, where folks can hopefully feel a little bit more confident, you know, if they do have a, an uncontrollable accident um, because there are, you know, people out there who want to look that way and, and choose to when they get dressed in the morning. <laughs> wow, that's pretty. It's was not expecting that kind of insight. <laughs> Man's been thinking about this for a long time. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna leave this this talk being like completely shaken to the core about. Every morning, I'll try to wet my pants. I was just drinking <laughs> a gallon of water. I'm like, I gotta look like him. I gotta be like him. Get in the mindset. <laughs> we appreciate you coming onto the show, just like with any guest. Yeah, no, th- thanks for having me. I appreciate you uh, being interested enough to reach out. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's such a cool brand, such a cool overall squeaky seat idea and again the fact that it came prior to you know i think you should leave leave. is even cooler and that makes it even more interesting because it's like this is literally a person who genuinely came up with the idea with no major influence at least yeah i would i would love to know if one of the writers on that show came across this and uh and kind of used it as their inspiration or if they also had you know, this totally like uh, organic sort of uh, way of, of coming to it. I feel like oh. if it's Tim Robinson, it's got to be. Actually, can you guys explain that skit? Because, you know, I don't watch TV and I have no clue what you guys talk about again. <laughs> again. So the main point of the skit is that it's this guy. He goes to the bathroom. He comes out of the bathroom and he's got like when you shake mm-hmm. and like you get like pee on <laughs> you when you shake. He walks out. And he's talking to this one guy and he's like, oh, you, you know, you forgot to, or you, or they, they I don't remember what they called them exactly, mm-hmm. but they. Calico cup pants. Yeah, they, the calico cup pants. But he kept saying something about what the dots were called or piss dots, I think was what they called. Mm-hmm. And he was like, those aren't pit dots. And then this one guy out of nowhere just comes up and he's like, those aren't pit dots. Those are calico cup pants. They've got nothing <laughs> to do with piss. That's yeah. the calico cup <laughs> Yeah, he's like, they have nothing to do with and piss. The, and then he starts showing the this other guy, like the website, uh, as like proof that, you know, this guy he he, he didn't urinate himself or, or forget to shake in the bathroom. Like they're they're made like that. And then it goes on this, it kind of takes a turn and becomes more about 
just that this guy needs to like donate to the website to keep it running because the the sole reason it exists is because to to get people out of situations like that where they where people think that they you know wet themselves. So there's definitely some parallels. We don't we don't have a donate button, but uh, yeah, there's definitely some parallels there. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah, and like the the whole thing is like this guy didn't ask for help. He didn't ask for this other dude to just come up and like help him. So the whole episode or the whole skit, he's it's a, probably one of the longest skits they've had. <laughs> and the yeah, whole it's a long one. yeah, it's like seven minutes I think I counted. And the skit, it's basically him. It all takes place in an office, mm-hmm. and this random dude is just going up to this guy that he helped. Can, trying to like force him to donate to the website hmm. because we need to keep it up and running to help people and then there actually is a real website that they made outside of the show and it's the same premise but you can't buy the pants hmm. like they're not for sale they're just there as a cover like the website's just there as a cover and you can try to go to the website and you can't buy them hmm. So, yeah, that's the one yeah, big competitive advantage out. that Wet Pants Denim has cuz i mean you, you can actually, actually buy, buy them, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you can buy them and we'll, we'll happily make them for you. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think the website was like a, the Calico cut one was like a web or sorry, a fan creation afterwards. And they, if I recall from when I was interacting more closely with the, uh, the fan Twitter account, they had been like redirect or they, they had a donate function and it was used to like redirect funds to, um, like a homeless charity. I, I forget where it was somewhere in the u.s um so they actually like ended up making something you know useful and uh and you know pretty cool out of it oh nice yeah i didn't even know about that huh yeah well thank you so much again for being on the show and if you guys like the show if you liked what we were talking about then feel free to follow us at the random rundown on instagram and then wet you can give your instagram too so people can look to buy the pants Oh, sure. Yeah. So uh, the website is wetpantsdenim.com. And then uh, we are at wetpantsdenim across all social media. Um, So Instagram and TikTok would be our two most active. Um, We have a Twitter account, but it's not as active as the other two channels. Um, So I would say TikTok has been probably our most prolific channel. Um, We actually just, I forgot to mention this earlier, but we, we actually just recently hit a million views on one of our Wow. Our recent wow. TikToks, which was a, a pretty big uh, milestone um, for us. And uh, yeah, so, you know, if, if, if you want to see more content, uh, that's probably your best place to look. Cool. Congratulations, <laughs> oh, yeah, by awesome. the way. Yeah, congrats. That's thank a pretty you. big feat. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I guess thank you for everything. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for the brand. And uh, let's go pee ourselves. <laughs> yeah, let's go pee ourselves, man. Thanks for having me. This was fun. <laughs>